people and welcome to a new episode of Bad Thought Therapy. I am Sheree Hardy. So grateful that you have decided to tune in. I really mean that. And I hope that wherever you are, your life and your family's life is just filled with peace and joy and love and all the things you need and more. I am one of those people who believes that you should never, ever take life for granted. I understand I cannot take my next breath without our Heavenly Father. And, you know, sometimes I don't have everything that I think I want, you know, beyond my basic needs. Um, But I've learned to count my blessings. I've learned to be grateful for every single thing. And my mother used to say something that is so simple but true. She always said, you used to say, it could, it could have been worse. And that is so true. Sometimes, you know, we might feel like that's sort of trivializing what we're going through or minimizing our pain or our struggles. But the reality is it could be worse. And so be thankful for what you have today. I just want to encourage you. Um, and I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful that you're listening And I pray that this message blesses you in some way. It empowers you and inspires you um, because that's why I do bad thought therapy. And um, in January, um, early January, January 4th of this year, my daughter and I started a series that I did called Men, Ministry, and Money. She and I have a podcast together. We don't really do it on a regular basis, but we did part one of this series And we just kind of talked about having the right mindset about men in ministry and money because so many people, Lord have mercy, countless people have gotten lost because they have been dependent on men to understand God instead of depending on God to understand himself. And so we kind of had a conversation about that. That was January 4th of this year. And then I just felt like we didn't we didn't finish everything. And so my episodes are just 30 minutes. If you're new, I don't really go over 30 minutes most of the time. And so I did a part two that same day. So today's message is part three of Men, Ministry, and Money. And this is talking about how to avoid religious scams. How to avoid religious scams. First of all, I have to give a caveat. I am not a minister. I'm not a theologian. I'm not, I'm not even a religious person. I have a personal relationship with God, the creator of, you know, the moon and the stars and the sun and the planets that we know and those that we don't. And having that relationship has made my life better. And what I'm on a mission to do is to help other people have a relationship with God. I'm not trying to get people, I'm not concerned about people having a relationship with ministers or men or religion. What I have tried to encourage people to do and and everything else I believe will fall into place is in order to avoid religious scams, in order to avoid losing your way and going through pain and suffering you just don't have to go through is you have to do what I don't hear talked about enough is you have to make a personal connection for yourself with God. And this is done. The reason why I think a lot of people get caught up into religious scams 
is because they think they gotta have they gotta go through somebody or something to make the connection. And I'm here to tell you that is simply not true. With Abraham, I'm gonna just use a biblical character. Um, and when I say character, I'm not saying that it's that story was made up. Some people believe that I don't, but let's take Abraham for example. Abraham didn't have a church to go to, and he didn't have a Bible to read. But Abraham had a relationship with God. And you know what Abraham did to build that relationship and to strengthen that relationship? He did this simple thing. He talked to God. He sought out God's face. He sought God's presence. He wanted to connect. He knew that man didn't make the sun and the stars and the moon. He knew that. And so he wanted to know that God. And so he built altars and he praised that God and he worshiped that God and he honored that God and he believed in that God to the point that when that God told him to leave his family and everything he knew, he left. He left not, you know, not knowing, you know, with certainty what he was going to do and where he was going to go and how things were going to be, but he had trust. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the number one way you can avoid religious scams. Anybody telling you that you can't go directly to God for yourself is not right. Period. I, I don't know any other way to say it. They are not right and it, they may not have your best interests at heart. It's good to listen to people. I believe in respect. I believe you listen to men in ministry, women in ministry. You respect them. But here's the thing. If they were not in your life, you could still have a healthy and wholesome relationship for, with God for yourself. And that's the first thing you have to do. If you don't make that connection, then when someone is speaking to you, their voice becomes amplified. But you want to be talking to God so much like Abraham that his God's voice is the greatest and the most powerful voice than above any other voice, above your family member's voice, above your spouse's voice, above your child's voice, above anybody's voice, you are listening to the voice of the creator of this universe. And that's the number one way you can avoid religious scam. And prayer is what we call that. We, When we talk to God, we're really praying and we also, we listen to God. And that means that we need to have time every single day of our lives that we set aside to get in a quiet place and to be in solitude and with God where we can listen to him because he is speaking to us all the time and <clears throat> many people they, they won't even do that so they're going to a man who is imperfect who may make mistakes, who may get the interpretation of what God is saying, right or wrong, or they may intentionally try to extort or, you know, you know, mislead people. I'm not, I'm not going to judge that. And that's another thing I don't do. I don't get into judging ministers if they're false or true, or if they're, you know, good or bad. I just, all I know is I talk to God for myself I pray, I praise, I read, you know, the sacred text myself. And I'm going to talk about that because many people um, can avoid religious scams by using 
religious texts in the right way and also understanding that they are misinterpreting if you you know take things out of cultural context or historical context you're going to get the wrong messages so i'm going to get to that but anyway the number one thing is you can avoid religious scams by talking to god for yourself and here's another way and i'm kind of jumping around but you got to take responsibility for your own life you know i just i was on youtube earlier and there was there's this guy <laughs> i don't know why i listened to this video but i had to listen to it he has spent all of his time it's just amazing talking about ministers and he um what he does is he creates these videos to try to prove that the ministers are false prophets but here's the thing though and i gotta say this to you and i don't know who i'm talking to and maybe you already know this and this is just a reminder you have to take responsibility for your own life a minister is not responsible for your life a minister is not responsible for you having something or not having something. A minister does not have a hell to put you in or heaven to take you to. God does. And so I think that the shift from, you know, these ministers should turn to people. You have, it, it, you know, they've talked about, for example, Creflo Dollar. He has come up with um, a new kind of teaching. And that's a whole nother series of of podcasts, but I won't even get into it tonight. But basically, see, Creflo has never put a gun to anybody's head and made people follow him. He's never taken out a nine millimeter and said, if you don't listen to what I say and do what I do, and I don't care if someone could say, well, he manipulated the scriptures and blah, blah, blah. Listen, if you let yourself be manipulated if you let yourself receive something that someone said it is your responsibility you are responsible for your life so the the another way another critical way to avoid religious scams is to stop blaming people ministers for your problems you if you don't if a minister is saying something you know, this happened to me a thousand times. I I go. I used to go to church. I listen to ministers today. I listen to different ministers, but I mainly listen to one. But my thing is, is that whenever I went to church and a minister said something that I did not feel in my spirit was right, or let me get a little sip of this water here, y'all. <clears throat> Thank you. Excuse me. Or if it 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 wasn't something that I felt was interpreted correctly based on what I had studied in the Holy Bible, I didn't feel bad. There was no conflict within me because I realized that's just a man. And my salvation doesn't come from a man. It doesn't come through a living man on this earth. It comes from Jesus Christ. But um, I did not, I don't need to criticize the minister because if he or she says something wrong, I just don't follow it. And that's how you can avoid religious scams. When you begin to pray and talk to God for yourself, you will get revelation. God does not have a certain group of people where he only gives a certain group revelation. If you go to God for yourself with an earnest heart, with humility, and genuine desire to understand something, God will give it to you. And he will give it directly to you. Now, can you listen to ministers 
to be empowered and inspired? Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I believe we should humble ourselves and listen to people who are trying to teach us. And when they do, if they say something wrong or that that, that is not interpreted the way we have interpreted, we just keep it moving. You know, you you say, okay, this is something that is not agreeing with my spirit. Okay, no problem. I keep it moving. I don't need to take time to make a whole video on how Creflo Dollar is a false prophet because Creflo Dollar is not responsible for anybody following uh, false teaching or whatever teaching. They are, the people are. If they didn't pick up the Bible and read it for themselves, the same Bible that has existed for a couple of thousand years now has been available to anybody free. You can go online and you can get a Bible free. You can, you can do it online. It's, oh, I didn't even know. There are so many great tools now. I, was, I just got a new tablet and um, I just downloaded some apps and you can get the Bible. Not only can you get it, or you can read it, but now you get the audio. I mean, come on now. You cannot blame a minister for getting love anymore. It's not his responsibility. You have to pray for yourself. You have to connect to God for yourself. You have to read the Bible for yourself. You have to interpret and discern for yourself with the help of the Holy Spirit. But you can't blame somebody. You know, Creflo Dollar is now talking about he is correcting his teaching on tithing. What is amazing to me is that what he's teaching, I've known for over 30 years and I've practiced it for over 30 years. And it's not that I'm a minister or I have some special revelation. It's because I spent so much time reading the Bible for myself and praying to God about my finances and trying to understand, you know, how could I give money I don't even have, you know? And so as, as, as I was searching for answers, God gave it to me. And you know what I believe? He'll give it to anybody. He'll give it to you. He'll give it to the man down the street, the woman in another country. You can avoid religious scams by taking full ownership for your life. And if someone, a man, a minister, or some religious leader is making it seem like you can't do anything but through them, that's a problem. And you don't need to walk out of that situation. You need to run out of that situation. But at the same time, they're not putting a gun to your head, you know, and I just marvel at that. I really resent people who are critical in the wrong way. I get, you know, you want to give some constructive criticism, maybe to use as a teaching tool. But at the same time, we got to be reminded we are responsible for our own lives and not another person, not a minister. So just keep that in mind. The other thing you have to do, and I want to talk about the Bible just for a second, because the Bible is, in my opinion, the best book ever written to teach you wisdom about how to navigate through this thing called life. It is the best book. At the same time, the Bible is the most misused book in the history of literature. It is misused because, and this is how you get free from religious scams, people take the scriptures 
out of historical and cultural context. And then another thing, this is the biggest thing, is that they forget that the Bible is not uh, from God. It's about people and God's interaction with people. It is a book that was written by men. They recorded events that happened throughout a certain period of time. Some people believe that these stories were made up. Some people don't. So we believe that some stories may be made up, some may not. And that this basically the Bible is a compilation of writings that were written thousands of years ago. And somebody interpreted these writings in different languages. And they put these writings together in a book that we call the Bible. But the number one way that people can avoid religious scams is you have to understand those facts. Number one, the Bible did not fall out of the sky. The Bible is a book written by men about what God did and what people did. And it is it and it's a it's a, a record of that history. And during the time that it was written, those people had cultural practices, they had religious practices. So in other words, this is how you avoid religious scams. You have to never, ever, ever forget that. That is not a book to you, it's about people. And so what you have to do to avoid religious scams, you have to use the Bible in the right way. The right way is read it with the cultural and historical and religious context in mind, and then pray and reflect and get the life lessons out of those stories and ask this question, how can I take this story and apply the lessons to my own life in 2022? If you are not using the Bible that way, and most people are not, I would say, I'm willing to say that 99% of people are misusing the Bible and therefore people are miseducated and misinformed and they are misled because it's not used in the right way. The book is not written to you. It's not a book where God just took his finger down from heaven and wrote wrote some lines on there. No, these stories were recorded by men. They called them scribes. And these scribes recorded these stories Again, I don't get into if it's true or not, because to me, it's not it's not a it's not a problem for me if it were not true, because the Bible is so filled with so many countless rich lessons that I that you cannot. You know what? And every time I read something new, because I do believe it's an anointing on this book, I'm not I want to go back and say this. I I know that there is some kind of special blessing on the Bible. You got to understand, though, at the same time, it didn't just fall out of the sky. These people wrote these these stories. They recorded them. And there are other stories that are not in the Bible, but they are critical, too, for life lessons. You know, you have, like, the book of Joshua. you got, I mean, the book of Enoch. You have the book of Thomas. You know, these are books, also stories that were written, recorded, and translated. But they were not put in the book that we know as the Holy Bible. 
Because the Bible is not written to people, it doesn't diminish its power and its anointing. What diminishes the Bible's power and anointing is when men get it and they misinterpret. They pull things out of context. Remember, there's a, you know, history, just like you're reading any other story. The, if you started studying, we just, um, people, the United States just celebrated its independence. You got to understand at the time in 1776 to, up to 1783, when all this stuff took place, there was a certain culture. There was a certain history. There were things going on. There was re- certain religious practices. Some of those things don't even exist today. So when you're reading something, you have to understand all that. Nothing you have to understand. This is a big one. Many people don't understand because these scribes were master writers, they used what we call literary devices. And they used things like figurative language. They used metaphors and similes and paradoxes and anecdotes. They use all that. And many times when people are reading the Bible, like especially the book of Psalms, there are so many metaphors. But if an ignorant person is reading this book and they don't understand that when he says, you know, when he may use the word lion, he may not literally be talking about a lion in, in real, you know, life biting you, but that lion can be something big and, and powerful and he protects you from it. It can mean that it may be literal. It may not be. But what I'm saying is that the Bible uses figurative language all from Genesis all the way to Revelation. And again, if you do not read it with the right understanding, you will get caught in religious scams because this is what will happen. Somebody else will read it for you and they will give their interpretation or their understanding. And if you are not a person who's strong and if you have allowed yourself to believe that, oh, you can't, you know, get revelation for yourself or you can't talk to God for yourself, then guess what? You're going to be caught up in a religious scam. And every single day, thousands and thousands of people get caught up. There are people that use the Bible to justify slavery. There are people who use religious texts to justify killing people. There are, because they've taken these scriptures out of these stories out of context there are people who will use the sacred text to take people's land you have to understand that these are scams if the only way that you can use the bible to have real authentic power is when you read it the life lessons are pulled extracted or gleaned and sometimes you have to pray depending on who it is reading You have to pray and you have to ask God, God, show me the life lesson. Show me what I need to get out of this. You know, this morning I was dealing with something and I, um, and so I was wrestling again. I did a little episode on struggle. I'm trying to expand my business and it has taken a lot of energy and focus. And at the same time, I don't want my business to be a God. I don't want it to be dominating, you know, my thoughts all the time. But as I was, you know, talking to God about this, he reminded me, for whatever the reason, I just felt like God was telling me, the Holy Spirit was saying, go back and study the life of Abraham. 
so I got up and I was like, okay, I started reading, you know, some things in the Bible. And then I also went to YouTube and found a great couple of great videos on, on Abraham. I just wanted to know what did Abraham do? He didn't have a Bible. He didn't have a church to go to. He didn't have a minister. And what Abraham did was he built altars. And what's the number one thing he did, this is what blessed me today, was he trusted God. He just knew that this same God that made the sun and the moon and the stars is the one who made him and that all power rested in his hand. And that's all I needed. When I got that, I said, God, I trust you. I am Abraham's descendant. I trust you. I don't have a mother to call for money or a father to call. And I, you know, I was like, God, I just trust you. And I, you know, and because... Again, I needed some resources and I have to trust God and how God may do. You know, I said, I don't want to get into that, but I, I prayed. I said, God, I know you'll return everything. If I borrow money, you'll return that money, all that money, that all that interest. I'm believing you. I'm trusting in you because Abraham left his family, his father, and he left with his family. And then he dealt with struggle. You know, I just did an episode on this about the blessing of struggle and I need to do a part two of how struggle is just a part of life where Abraham went you know he had to deal with you know kings trying to get with Sarah she was beautiful she had to be beautiful because I mean a couple of people was trying to get to Sarah and how he took you know tried to take matters in his own hands and then he had to deal with his nephew and you know but Abraham trusted God and then God told him to sacrifice his son that was the blessing if you're reading the scriptures and you're not asking yourself, what life lesson can I learn from my forefathers in the Bible or whatever religious text? What what can I, even if I'm reading a book and I, many times I read books and people will share, like I'm reading a great book right now by Dr. David Thatcher. He was one of our former Surgeon Generals and he's telling his story. And when he was two years old, he almost died from whooping cough and pneumonia. And back in that time, Black doctors were almost non-existent, but there was one that helped save his life. And then because he was black and poor, he couldn't even go to the hospital. But see, this is the thing. This is so powerful. His parents, oh, hallelujah, glory to my God. His parents had faith in that same God that Abraham had faith in. And so his parents called upon that God because the doctor told him, told his parents that he was going to die. He was two years old. Let me tell you something. Dr. David Satcher is 81 years old, ladies and gentlemen. See, that's the power of reading and understand that God has allowed these stories to help us know that if I did it yesterday, I will do it today. If I did it in, you know, 5000 BC, I'll do it on January, I'm sorry, July 10th, 2022. That's what reading the Bible, and you can avoid those scams by reading it for yourself. If you feel intimidated, let me tell you, get, you know, they have different versions. Get a modern English version. Get, I believe in having several different versions to help you expound upon your understanding. But most importantly, as I said when I started this, talk to God. What Creflo is teaching now, and I'm not, I'm not a person that criticizes people. I do, I do wonder how is it that the scriptures that you're using now, since they were all read in the Bible, 
How is it that you totally avoided those all those years? But that's not for me really to understand. Like, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that because that's between him and God. And that's how you avoid religious scams. I'm going to end with that because my time is running out. You got to understand that your salvation is between you and God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's not between you. You're not When you face God, you're going to be by yourself. It's not going to be, well, this minister told me to do this and that minister. No, God is going to say, what did I tell you to do? What was I trying to tell you? But see, many people get into religious scams because instead of worshiping God, they worship man. Respect your ministers, you guys. Respect them. And listen to them and respect them. But let me tell you, don't worship them. Don't believe that they are God. And listen to them. You know, again, I believe that humbling yourself and listening can be one of the greatest ways you can grow as a human being. But you got to still get it for yourself. And you have to discern when a minister is, you know, in giving you something that he has misinterpreted or when it's coming from God. And let it go. Don't even worry about it. Pray for your ministers. Pray for men, ministry, and the money to be right, okay? So my time is up. I'm Cherie Hardy. Don't forget, you can email me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com if you have a question, comment, or if you would like to be on the show. Peace and abundant blessings to you.